Hello, I'm Dominique Saint-Pierre, and you're listening to Go Podcast. Today, I will be talking about the internal package. Hello there, we are back. Episode 10, this is good. I want to do a quick uh, return on the last episode, so I posted it on Reddit, uh, you know, after creating it, and uh, someone told me about the debug package, which I was honestly not aware of. So in the runtime package, there is a debug package that, you know, can mostly do what I was talking about in the last episode, which is, you know, getting the current commits and the current version and have that uh, in your program somewhere. So when you when you log something to the console, you could have uh, those information and whatnot. So it's there if you want to check it out. I haven't changed my code because it was already done, but uh, I know that, you know, for next time and whatnot. So what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about gotchas or, in fact, you know, some little background on this internal package. So this reserved package that you can create on your on your package and if you are creating a library or any kind of exported package, everything that is inside your internal would not be exported outside of your package, if you will. And this is this is good. This is great. Um so I've been using that in static backend. So uh, I will I will be talking about static backend. Static backend is an open source backend API I'm working on since 2019. Um, the project is uh, is growing very nicely. So if you if you want to join in, uh, I would be very uh, very happy to uh, to see new contributors. So we are we are six at the moment, which is extremely nice. I mean. Okay, I will I will stop bragging now, but the the point is you know how the normal story of in 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 the Go community is about trying to find the right name for your packages. I don't know if it's just me. I am not a native English speaker. I am I am from Quebec in Canada and we speak French in here, so I'm I'm not a French from France. France, I'm I'm a Canadian, but in Canada we have we have two official language, English for the rest of the provinces, and French mostly in, in Quebec. That being said, I don't know if it's because I'm not a native English that sometimes I have difficulties finding the right name for a package. It it's you know does not came out very nicely for me so what i did in static backend at least is that instead of creating generic package name uh you know things like utility or common or you know, extras or whatever, whatever the, the name that that the Go community is 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 always talking about. You know, do you you should not create those type of package. 
I was when when a function did not really match something interesting in my already created package and nothing really came out from me to put that in their own package with a proper name I was simply creating that into the internal it it, it maybe it was a, a defense mechanism from me to uh, to feel less bad from not having found a good name I don't know it's it's just uh it's just the the way it was so I was creating a lots of well not a lot but you know models and helper functions and whatnot in the internal package so let's take a concrete example of what I'm talking about so Let's say you have a random string function that generates random strings. And at first you might have that function straight in your in your root package. And sometimes, you know, times will come that you might need that functionality into a sub package of your main project. And now you are facing the fact that Oh right, I, I need to I need to move this function so it can be shared across multiple packages and sub packages and whatnot. Because you don't you don't want to import your root package into sub packages because now you will have a, a cycling dependencies and this is this is not allowed uh, of course in Go. So so when I'm when I'm faced with that, so what I was doing was asking myself well th th is this thing is this thing requires a, its own package so and it's just one function so to me it f it felt you know very wrong or not a good design to have one package named string for example and have this function in there so a package containing just one function so I prefer to to put that in the internal package. So the internal package turned turned out to be very I don't know, multi multi responsible uh, responsible for almost, you know, lots lots of things. And it's not going to to be terrible until you decide to expose your package and now the caller of your package will need to call what's in your internal because at the end of the day if you are you know if you did or if you are doing the same kind of mistakes I made um, there's a lots of things that will end up in the internal package that yeah that that, that the caller of your package will, will need uh, might be configuration it might be uh, other things that you you would gain from uh, extracting that from the internal package so the right thing to do would probably be to have created this string package of course with this single and only function because at some point there would probably be more and that would be the, the proper way to do and and if if your 
you know if you want to export this functionality then it's it's already in 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 its own package so so that's what happened with the internal package in static backend so static backend was a self-hosted backend api where the developers that wanted to use it needed you know to self-host that and they would contact uh, the functionality or they would consume the functionality via a web API. So for Go developer, I wanted to create an importable package. But by doing that, now it needed to export what was inside the internal package. And when this happened, you realize that you were stuffing, you know, and lots of things in there because it's so easy. It 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 will just work when it's just you internally, you know, using those things, even from the root package or any any sub package of your of your project. So I think it's a uh, it should be it should be used with uh, with caution and uh, you. I, I don't know. To to me personally, it, it was not a warning that I I have seen so far a lot. Uh, maybe I'm not reading uh, enough articles or whatnot. Maybe you you do, and I'm sorry for uh, for uh, you know talking about that. But it, it it was it was a real pain to me to uh, to have to extract everything from there. So I needed to extract models, you know, things that the entire application was using um, so let's let's you know let's talk concretely so the static backend is a multi-tenant system by default so there, there there is a struct called tenant for example and each tenant has their own database so there is a a struct called database config for example and those things are everywhere in the application so they are they are in in, in middlewares uh, when when trying to detect which tenant is performing this action. They are in all database provider uh, that that are there. So 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 yeah, it, it was a, a major major refactoring and refactoring in Go is is easy I would say due to the compiler and whatnot, but. Um, but it, it's not the refactoring efforts that I, I want to uh, to talk about. It's it's really re- realizing that wow, I've I've been using this these tools that 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 was made available to me very wrongly, and and I was not really noticing it because all all uh, until I needed to export my package. It was it was all good, all fine. So, so the 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 moral of the, of the story might be that if if you know that you will never uh, never expose your package at all, your project and and whatnot, you know, you might you might you know be fine creating some uh, some things in the internal package, but. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it's uh, it's to be careful with, and uh, and yes. 
So what it taught me is uh, I'm I'm not sure I will I will be using it in the future. I think I think the internal package to me I I'm not even sure what exactly would go there. And uh, with with the amount of refactoring that I did, um, yeah. I will I will not be afraid to to create one function package anymore and I I will I will try to give them a proper name even though even though it might not be you know go standard library level of goodness in terms of naming it's it's pretty pretty difficult sometimes and uh in and you know what I I don't care I I mean I think I think it will be it will be better to have a not opt- optimal uh, name 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 package versus uh, you know using the internal everywhere. So yes, it's uh, it's a tricky thing, and uh, and and I guess also you you never really know when when your your package will will be exposed. Um, so that that is something to keep in mind because to me I, and and strangely enough. I'm a, I'm a Go developer since 2014. I mean, I never really thought of creating an exportable package for for a backend API. So it's it's still it's still very strange why I never really saw that coming. And it's it's someone from Reddit actually that that suggested to. Uh, you know me to uh, to create a go package for for go programmers and i was i you know i was starting to think about that and and it it just made sense so um so yeah if if i if i did not really heavily use this internal package it would it would have been a a little bit easier to uh, to move on so that's it uh, for this week All right, that's it for this week. I hope you liked uh, the episode. And again, if you uh, if you can share and talk about the podcast, that would be extremely appreciated. Uh, also, if you want to check my book out, I have a course named Build SaaS App in Go. So it's at buildsasappingo.com. All right, see you in two weeks. Bye.